Welcome back to the show, ladies and gents. I'm one-fourth of your co-hosts. My name is Tiffany E. And on behalf of Alexis, Nicole, and Janae, we'd like to welcome you back to the show. So now it's time for another breakdown of the wrestling news from the wrestling community this week. We gathered as much information from the wrestling dirt sheets as well as many wrestling insiders as we could. And just for the record, to let you guys know, we do now have a blog. As I mentioned on our last podcast, we have a blog that you guys can go and check out all of the things that has happened, our funny breakdown of Raw, NXT, SmackDown, NXT UK, and the whole nine. We want to break down those shows for you guys in a hilarious manner. Right now, our girl Janae is a contributing author to that blog. And of course, we're going to have some more pieces. And all four of us are going to be active on that blog, especially during our break. We're going to make sure we break down those episodes of Raw and SmackDown for you guys before we come back from our hiatus. That way we can keep you guys entertained with our hilarious commentary. So make sure you guys go to down for the count.winksites.com. Let me say that again. It's down for the count.winksite.com. This link will also be available in the description box for our podcast. I'm going to try to make sure I put it in every single podcast every week. So this week we got a lot of news to cover and I'm going to let you guys get to it. I'll see you guys in there. Welcome back to Down for the Count, and with me today is Tiffany and Alexis. Say hi, ladies. Hi. Hi. Um, this week, a lot sort of happened towards the later, latter half of the week. Uh, we're just going to briefly review um, the shows the shows that happened, and then we're mostly going to be covering the news. So... What do we have first? So let's talk about Raw first. So who watched Raw? Eh, Raw was okay. It was um, it was it was a slow burn. <laughs> it really wasn't yeah. much to cover about Raw. Uh, they they focused on the team, and then they went into Randy and uh, Drew's thing. So that's all. I remember interested about Raw and SmackDown, go check out our blog where Janae gives a rundown in her opinion on what she thinks of the shows. Which is pretty funny. Honestly, is the, the best thing about the show. It's her yeah. of what happened. So, there you go. I fell asleep at like 10 watching Raw. Like, I couldn't. It was so bad. So bad. I fell asleep beforehand and I messaged you guys and I'm like, hey, I fell asleep. How's Raw? And y'all are like, it sucks. I'm like, okay, I'm going back to bed. Yep. <laughs> it, it wasn't good. It, it SmackDown was steady. SmackDown was a steady show. It kept its consistency, but it wasn't something to awe about. But in grand scheme of things, it was still a decent show. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I kind of I like the fact that, and this kind of goes segue into a news piece that we have. I'm really hoping this telenovela crap is over and done with soon because I just, I can't take it. I can't take it anymore. I really well, that can't. Did happen. They did end that. They ended their, um, their with the Mysterios and then everybody hugged it out like a family. And 
Ray gave Buddy some love, and I was like, oh, great. Now we can move on. Awesome. What's, what's the one tweet I saw on Twitter? It's like someone put Buddy Murphy's finally going to get that real good Mexican food or something like that. I it was a nice way to end it, but I felt like this could have been done like two months ago. So, whatever works for you, I guess. Let's go to NXT because NXT was entertaining. And um, yeah. they had some great matches, but the best part about NXT. It's Leon Ruff becoming the North American champion. That was so funny and so unexpected. Yay! I was sitting in the kitchen and I was just like, what the fuck just happened? I looked away for a minute. Because after he did the wheel shit and I was just like, okay, let's see where this is going. So I can go ahead and finish this. After he did that, and I saw Damian Priest come out there, I'm like, oh, okay, they're, they're going to make this worthwhile. Okay, cool. Then the belt rings, and they're giving Leon Ruff the championship. And I was like, wait, what the hell just happened? What is going on? I had to rewind it, and I'm like, he actually won the title. I, I was floored. I was floored. I couldn't believe it. I was, I was not watching NXT, but when uh, I everyone, you guys were freaking out about it, I'm like, what the hell just happened? And I flipped over and I saw it. I was just like, well, that was, now, ladies and gentlemen, that is a swerve right there. Right. And I finally remember how to fucking do one over there. Period. So... That just leads to my next question, because the next, the one thing I thought about after that, I'm like, so is Gargano done? Is he done? No. No. Gargano's being used to put over talent. And that's that's yeah. where he should that's what he should do. Like if you're gonna if he's gonna stay, then he's not gonna be like holding championships for long periods of time. He's there to help put over talent. He needed to work with Damian Priest. That improved Damien. And then you get little gems like Leon Ruff being champion, which is kind of awesome, honestly. So I, I'm fine with Gargano being there. I just don't want Gargano to be in the limelight, if that makes sense. He needs to put over other talent, which is what he's doing. So I'm okay with that. I just... Well. It's just if he's going to start putting over talent, does that mean he needs to start winning belts, though? Because then technically, wouldn't that just make him a paper champion if he wins a title yeah. only for a month and then he drops it? Then what, what would be the whole point then? Well, really, honestly, you, you didn't expect him to win at Halloween Havoc. So having him win made you interested in watching what was going to happen next. A lot of times people get it confused when you look at stories. You want to build the story. It shouldn't always go in the proverbial way where you're just one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Sometimes you have to throw a swerve in there to keep people interested in the story. Now, Damian Priest dropping the title, it may appear to be a bad move and giving it to Gargano, but Gargano 
he's not the type of guy that needs the title, so he won't keep it longer than he needs to. He just okay. it's, it's meant to help to add another block to the story, and that's how they're using it, which is fine. You know, Gargano being champion multiple times does nothing for me or you or anybody. But we know he's going to drop it shortly after. He's never had a successful title defense. Ever. Not in WWE. That makes sense. Yeah. But he still needs to make his decision if he's, if he's staying in NXT or if he's going to stay in the back. Like, I don't see Gargano going up to the main roster at all, especially with the shit show that's going on with them right now. That's not mm-hmm. happening. Not anytime soon. We'll get into that in a second. <laughs> um, the next thing that happened was um, Shotzi and, and Candice and then Indy Hartwell revealing herself as the Scream Helper. Um, Which, Shotzi, yeah, I think we knew that. Yeah, Rest in peace, Shotzi, Shotzi Tank. <laughs> Shotzi Tank got ran over. And then that was last week. And then Candace had a match with, um, uh, who was it that she had a match with? Oh, Tony Storm. I didn't get to see the match because my um, cable cut out. But eventually, um, Shotzi came out there and Indy Hartwell was out there to help. And she revealed herself as the screen helper. So, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Candace's heel work personally, but I do like the way Candace wrestles. I am a fan of her wrestling. So, I'm interested to see what they do with this and where it goes with her and Shotzi. It was nice. It's a nice way to build Shotzi, but to also keep Candace at the forefront, too. So, I'm okay with this. Interesting. Um, I just, I kind of like the fact that they're using Shotzi because, uh, she doesn't need to, and she, she needs to stay in NXT for as long as she can, because I don't need her going up to the main roster and getting her involved with this shit going on, too. I agree. Well, uh, I watched AEW. It wasn't really anything to write home about, uh, but there is something kind of newsworthy that I wanted to talk to you guys about. Okay. So Cody Rhodes comes out and it's supposed to be this whole part two of what's next for Cody Rhodes. And this woman, very beautiful, muscular, throw me over your shoulder and take me to Valhalla Valkyrie looking woman. (laughs) And I would not argue about it. Um, Jade comes out and she starts cutting a promo on Cody. Now, to all you motherfuckers giving this woman a hard-ass time, let's see you go out there on TV. Granted, it's not a live audience, but still it's nerves because you're in front of your peers. You're putting your first promo is cutting down the boss of your company that just signed you. Yeah. You're allowed to be nervous. And, you know, everyone's like, well, they that she said to stay in development. And Nicole, because you all on Twitter were like, they, she should stay in development. And Nicole's like, AEW doesn't have a development. Most of these guys are <laughs> indies or they're newbies. They're, yeah. What? You dumbass motherfuckers. 
I really got to stop cosplaying MJF because I think I'm turning into him and that's not good. <laughs> no, it, it's just, it's just, a, I just, it's just a misogyny, obvious misogyny within the wrestling community. Cause I will, especially like other people that a lot, quite a few of the demographic that watches AEW, regardless of what people have to say is the very yee yee, um, a boys club that watches yep. it and goes to their shows and who yep. are all for AEW and they're regardless of AEW trying to act like that's not their demographic that exactly what they pander to so and I was like to be completely honest almost 90% of the men there can't speak hello why do you think they have the only snake? good talkers I don't count Jake the Snake because he's old and he hasn't been on there in a while, as he shouldn't, because, you know, he has the worst, probably one of the worst immune systems out of all the old grandpa wrestlers still hanging on by a thread. And he sh- he needs to keep his ass at home. Um, but anyways, but um, what's it called? Um, Cody. Who's there? Cody, the Young Bucks, Omega, Paige, NJF, Jericho, Pride yeah. and Powerful. Um, are, I hate Jericho, but he's also a good speaker. Yeah. Um, um, who's there? Jurassic Express. No. Um, Jurassic Express Cody. really doesn't talk a whole lot. No, they it don't. Does. They shouldn't. It's very short. Best friends. Orange Cassidy. Oh, they're not that good. <laughs> Uh, no. See, exactly. This is exactly my point. The only so good for them to be like... And oh, I Jericho. forgot about Ricky Starks. Yeah, he's good. I don't like Taz uh, either, but I'll give him. He's good on the mic. Yeah. Yeah. Taz is yeah, good, but I mean, there's not a whole lot of good talkers. But and even Cody like, like Cody's their number one guy, and you think he fumbles. So, MJF um, fucking called him out on shit when his I list slipped MJF through. There. MJ, like, there was, like, promo <laughs> Cody was doing, and then his lisp came out, and MJF, like, copied it, and you could see Cody trying so hard not to fucking break character. Like, he has to look <laughs> away. He's laughing. I'm just like, oh, my God. But it's like... There's always one thing in wrestling. If you're not a good talker, you need to be a good wrestler. If you're not a good wrestler, you need to be a good talker. A good talker. Most people prefer so, to talkers to wrestlers, though. At least the casual. Yeah. So, Brandy comes out. Because this woman is just tearing Cody, like, tearing him a new one. As she should. <laughs> and she mentions... Shaquille O'Neal, and now there's news that Shaquille O'Neal wants to wrestle Cody Rhodes, and I'm like, Lord no one wants to see that. God, and as much God. as much as I'm not a huge Cody Rhodes fan, I don't want that on his career because, yeah, no one wants to see that match, Cody. I'm sorry. Um, that's a whole other episode of crossovers between different uh, sports stars in the wrestling. But uh, so I'm just I'm sitting here. I'm like, Brandy. You better get out here and get this bitch, because she is cutting your husband down. And then here comes Brandy. 
high queen bitch that she is, and she <laughs> tore into this bitch. She's like, I didn't, uh, she goes, who told you tonight was open mic night? And I'm like, oh, shit, she pissed. <laughs> I got a message. It was a message on my phone, and Alexis goes, did you guys see the promo Brandy just said? She said, Brandy. <laughs> so funny. Nicole comes back, and she says the same thing. I'm like, what happened? I went on Instagram. And they showed her promo before they showed Jade's promo. So I was looking at it, and I watched that promo, like, 17 times. And I was like, <laughs> this is what I was expecting when AEW started. This is what I mm-hmm. thought we were going to get. And this is what I have been asking for. My only issue is people are like, oh, Brandy doesn't talk like that. Brandy doesn't act like that. I'm like, let me let me give you a little lesson in black people history. And some of you are fucking stupid. It's called code switching. We all do it because we have to. We have our AABE and then we have our code switching. So when we get into a place where we know speaking our normal everyday vernacular that we might speak amongst our fellow African-Americans, that may be a little abrasive to other people, or it may deem us to be ghetto or uneducated. So we code switch, which means we change up how we speak and make sure we pronunciate and enunciate in certain circles. Brandy speaks like that in public because she has to. And I'm sure she speaks like that in her home because it's normal for her to talk like that. But when the time comes, for you to set a bitch straight, you know what to do. The girl showed the choice, okay? And that came out real clean. Now, a lot of people was like, it sound rehearsed, it sound fake. I'm like, I don't think so. That was in Brandy's normal tone. That is how she sounds. It wasn't like she was coming out there trying to be the girl, the black girl, typical black girl. It still sounded like her. That, to me, just sounded like that to me just sounded like someone like you know like me and tip are married and i told her it's like you know when you hear some like somebody talking down to your husband in public and you're just like what the fuck did you just say and you get that hair trigger pulled real fucking easy because i know when someone insults my husband my inner hit comes out and you don't know what the fuck i'm saying that accent just comes out like that but I had no problem with it because I was cheering her on. I'm like, okay, where's this bitch been? But then you go on Twitter and (laughs) we had someone tag us in something very stupid, very misogynist and very racist. And they're the way that they wrote this. Their final words, and I hope they're listening because here's your 15 minutes of fame that you wanted so fucking bad. Their final words in that tweet was like, no, no, Brandy, don't talk like that. And if you go on our Twitter profile, you will see the response that I did because I just figured out that you can do video responses on Twitter. This is either going to be good or bad for me. Either way. uh, I don't know if y'all know this but brandy Rhodes don't give a fuck what you think about her first of all 
maybe she, you know, she did have that point where she ran off Twitter. But some of y'all are very fucking stupid on Twitter. I will admit that. But you're going to sit here and tell and, and talk to her like she's a child or a dog. I don't even talk to my child or, or, or my dog when we had one. I don't go, no, no, sweetie, we don't do that. Like, and then people have just this big deal with her fucking talking like that. And I told you and Nicole this, and I want to bring it back up again. These wrestling weirdos who have this thing for Brandy Rhodes because they see her presenting herself in one way, which I agree with Tiff. She is in the public eye. She is a part of a company. She's like part owner of a company. So she has to carry herself with professionalism. But she comes out and she starts doing this, just cutting this bitch down. And all of a sudden it's like, and I never, I didn't see the women cutting her down. I saw the women hyping her up like, yes, Brandy, get this bitch. But all I saw was the dudes having a problem with it. And I told them. Is it because your wrestling waifu isn't thought who, isn't who you thought she was? <clears throat> like, that legit, like that tweet and the misogyny that I'm seeing, that legit fucking pissed me off. Like that I'm really did. I'm gonna read what. Yeah, I have to find it. I have to. Well, he, I think he deleted it. Well, that bothered me. Also, it was like the people, and it's like I said, I was like, this is a demographic that AEW can't. They're like, Brandy went hood on her. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. I was like, and plus the people who, and I was like, and the people who are saying that, I was like, you have no idea what a fucking hood looks like. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. No, I would, I've seen, I've seen girls from the hood, and this is about the same fighting you. Now, that's what bothered me. I was like, this is, I was like, this is exactly why. I don't the like some that, AEW fans. Brandy is cosplaying, is a cosplaying Karen, when she's on the mic, she is absolutely embarrassing to listen to on the mic. She disrespected the urban black community, the urban black woman who speaks in that urban slang, that's a no-no, Brandy. Now, this could be okay if Brandy's a black woman. Brandy's black. So how she disrespect her own community by speaking in a language that we all understand? Furthermore, I've heard white girls speak like that. So, I'm not, I'm not understanding what that means, but I guess you thought Brandy was just a white girl. Brandy's black. Let her live. Like at this point, this is the the mo- the best I've seen out of her. She that's a woman that I wouldn't even walk up to and say no shit like that to. Cause I'm like, hey, I know I can fight, but I'm not trying to get into no fight with no bitch who looks like me. Remember when okay. we were talking about a couple episodes ago, where we're like, Brandy, you need like this squad to like follow you with like badass bitches and shit. And it would be like yep. we were. It was like we could do it. That's who I was thinking of, like, this is the Brandy that we all walk out with, and she's just cutting bitches down, and we just stand in there looking good. I'm like, okay, Brandy. The only thing that made that better is if she just would have had squad of bitches back there hyping her up, I guess she would have been fighting. I'd have been like, yes, Brandy, bring the whole crew out there. Whoop her ass. <laughs> also, people forget um, Brandy's from Detroit. Mm-hmm. 
Well, she, I forgot the technical name of the city, but she lived right outside of Detroit in a suburb. So that's like someone, so that's like someone from Cleveland. That's like someone living in Lakewood. Like they're like their neighbors, like very close. So, and Detroit is rough. Detroit. It's rough. <laughs> it's a little rough. Ugh. It's a little. Detroit is so rough when them, when those Trumpers thought that they were gonna come down, and do something with them votes. We're, like, we're gonna go to Detroit. I said, have fucking fun in Detroit. Hang on. <laughs> it's like they uh, it's like so. It's like when you meet someone from Philly. Because their whole thing is fuck around and find out. Right. Which uh, I think the for. only other thing that happened on AEW was them inducting, um, they had an induction ceremony for MJF and Wardlow into the <sighs> That, I see what's going to happen. Because for like, MJF's kind of been treating Sammy like shit for a while. And, uh, I see what's going to happen. He's going to try to kick Sammy out, and he's going to pull some little scumbag piece of shit. Why do I like this guy so much? Uh, fuck. Uh, he's going to pull some shit. Sammy's going to get kicked out, and then Sammy's going to have a face turn and go up against the inner circle. But I also think that's going to cause a lot of inner turmoil and this will be probably the first group breakup that we see in in, uh, in AEW. Also, shout out to um, MJF for the Trump shade. Yes. <laughs> he put me on. He put me in his TikTok stories. I'm like actually still kind of freaking out about that, honestly. <laughs> she does awesome um, MJF TikTok. They're 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 legit. She be on. And I love those. I love them so much. I'm going to repost them on my page because they're awesome. <laughs> Thank you. They're awesome. He, uh, they're my favorite post on her page outside of her um, her Briarwood stuff that she does on her TikTok. If you want to see some good content, follow Alexis's TikTok. It's awesome. Oh, my God. Thank you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I found the... Uh, you guys go look at our, our uh, Instagram page. We have it up there. I found that promo that he did when he was our, because this is probably one of my favorite promos because you can see the duality of him. And uh, it's the one where he's yelling at his lawyer who's like trying to hide from Mox. I don't know why. I just liked it. And I found that audio. I'm like, I'm not passing this up. And then I put it in my Instagram stories and I tagged him and he put it in his stories and then I'm like yeah so I'm screaming right now and then he put that in his stories I'm like what the fuck dude help <laughs> <laughs> so I was so inner circle getting ready to get broken up you think I think because I think they're gonna kick Sammy out or he's gonna do something to like make them think Sammy's like turning against them or something um, and uh so I think this will lead to a Sammy Guevara heel turn or a face turn. Yeah. 
yeah, um, it'll be a face turn. And what I think is going to happen, and I could be proved wrong, because they're not the smartest writers over there. But I think with with Sammy, because he's been around Jericho for about like about a year now, so he knows all of Jericho's little tricks and turks and all that shit. And mm-hmm. I I'm gonna start. I think what they should do because they're gonna try to run rough shot is that they uh I think it's gonna I don't want to say gangland bra because that's very overused. But I'm thinking is finally people are gonna get sick of the inner circle and start banding together, and Cody's gonna be the one to lead the way because before Jade came out, uh, he was calling out Max again. He was calling out Maxwell. I'm like, okay, so they're gonna start this feud. So you got Sammy who's bitter. You have Cody who still Cody has a who still wants to go after him, and you just can start building people, and then you would have like a, a team to go up against them and then shit's going to go sideways and MJF at like the zero hour is going to be like, yeah, you know what? Um, I'm out. Bye y'all. <laughs> Just leave them there. Yeah. Um, I think that would. I know we kind of, I kind of want to circle back to us, but I'm not trying to see Shaq wrestle. I don't think anybody is. I tweeted about it. Yeah. So for all these, so for all the kids who work 90s babies or 80s babies, and mm-hmm. remember, I honestly think this is this was the peak of that. Ba- well, actually, basketball is still popular, but this was like the heyday, heyday of basketball. Because you yeah. had Shaq, you had Jordan, you had Rodman, you had Pippen, you had you know Allen Iverson. Tracy McGrady, like yeah. the greats were wrestling during that time. Yeah. Well, and, basketball, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> so this was like the peak. Shaq was not that good then. No. Shaq is probably I, the most famous, worst basketball player of all time. I don't care what no one says. <laughs> Shaq came yard because I went to an Orlando Magic game when he was still with the Magic. It was him, Penny Hardaway. <laughs> And who fucking else was on that team? That was like the that was like the peak of the Orlando Magic. And I saw Shaq, and I'm like, this dude's huge. You know what he did? He basically just walked across the court and stood by the basket and raised his arms up. That's all he fucking did. Damn, y'all ain't have to shave Shaq like that. Oh my fuck Shaq. So. I was so this is when he was, you know, probably I'm not saying that he's out of shape, but you know, he was younger. Yeah, he is. No, he he's out of shape now. So I barely wanted to see Shaq play basketball in his quote unquote prime in his heyday. And you mm. expect me at thirty one years old oh, it feels so weird to say that. To want to want Shaq who's well he's he has to be in his fifties. Yeah, oh, late 40s. Late. Late. To wrestle. 48. Oh, just late 40s. To wrestle. Lord God, I don't. I barely want to watch fucking Big Show. And his ass Harry. is actually a professional wrestler. And you want me to watch Jack? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I already, though. That's the thing. 
We've seen it already. And I find it so odd that people will shit on WWE when they bring celebrities in, but you're fine with Shaq being there. You're okay with Shaq coming and having a few with him. Now, from what I saw online... At least... um... Uh-uh. Pat McAfee turned out to be decent. Well, actually, he's Pat. pretty good. He's Pat very is good. one of the very few and far in between. He's a like, I, I, I will give this um, him and I can never remember this dude's name. The guy who played Green Arrow. Stephen um, Amell? What's Peter, no. Stephen, Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell. He did okay. I'm not saying, holy shit, Pat, you just scared the shit out of me. I didn't like I'm not saying, I can't stand Stephen Amell. Oh, for a celebrity, he did good. For someone who has basic training, he did okay. Because, and I honestly think this needs to be a show topic one day. Uh, we could do it in our off season, so we don't even have to really think about it that hard. But, like, I have problems, and again, call me a smark or whatever. I have problems with so like celebrities, athletes coming in and wrestling because it's very cringy. You can tell they're very hesitant. Mm-hmm. And some of them some of them do do good. I will hand them that. You know uh, who was a random another good one who I think they should have put Yep, they I think they low key should have put this sounds crazy. I really think they should have they should have signed her, and they should have had her. Wow. They should have put her in training. Honestly, she did I good. I remember her. She wasn't that bad. She was actually huh? I remember she wasn't that bad at all. No, I think with training, I think she would actually be good. That was someone. If I was like working the back, I'd be like, "Bitch, do you want a contract? You trying yeah. to wrestle?" <laughs> I'm serious. I would say that too. I would have. I low key would have signed her. It's you different know how they at least tried. Money they could have made. Yeah. yeah oh, that my, was. My thing is just they they come in. They're they look because you know who used to be notorious for this shit. WCW. There was because when Rodman came in, there was a fluctuate of like, and they've done it with NFL stars. God, I am showing my fucking Robin age. Robin missed a fucking game to go to yeah. <laughs> No, he did. They talked about it in, in his documentary, and they talked about it in The Last Dance. Robin's yeah. fucking wild. But, so, he, he, uh, but it's like, when Robin came in, there was, like, this influx of NBA wrestlers trying to come in and wrestle, and I'm like, I, as a wrestling fan, I, that's why I hate Floyd Mayweather. I hate him for another fucking reason. But, like, one of the reasons I really don't like him is that whole thing that he did with Big Show. And he, the whole time, he was just talking shit about wrestling. And it's not like how Ronda was doing it when she was, like, in character or supposedly in character or whatever. But no, like, she respects like, it too much. She was yeah. just talking shit. And then he just punches Big Show out. And I'm like, so you're just going to let this man who shits all over the fans who pay your fucking bills come in here and win. Okay. But, like, I don't want, like, I remember my my dad said this because when he watched WCW with me, he goes, if I wanted to watch these fuckers go at each other, he didn't say fuckers, but I know that's the word he wanted to use. Hi, Dad. Now you're listening. Um, (laughs) 
it's a, he goes, if I wanted to see these guys, I would watch an NBA game. I don't want to watch them wrestle because who was the one dude? Carl Malone. That dude, he actually wrestled. He was so goddamn oh. stiff. He makes Billy Kay look double jointed. Oh. oh. Jesus. That's bad. I'm a tweet, Snooky. They should have fucking signed her. I'm really thinking about that now. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad. That, you know how many? That's they. That's like three bags they missed out of. They could have cross promoted her with the Jersey Shore show. Yeah. They could have had her get her getting trained at the PC, also featured yeah. featured on the show. Yeah, they yeah. could have had a reality show with her on. They could have put her on Total Divas. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. A couple months. I mean, they didn't have to that pull the women's title. Really watch the show. Oh yeah. my god, you fucking kidding me? Oh my, I'm so mad thinking about that. Like I worked there. <laughs> That's so much they could have missed out. That's a lot of money they missed out of for no reason. I just, I don't like it. I don't want to win. I don't. I mean, look at how he moves now. Do you really expect him to be able to move in the ring? And like, and I don't. I'm not a big Cody Rhodes fan. And I, I like, okay, I am in this love hate relationship with Cody Rhodes. I appreciate him starting another wrestling company. Don't get yes. me wrong. Don't let me twist my work. I appreciate yeah. that because sometimes I'm in the mood to watch NXT. Sometimes I'm not. There's like weeks where, and you guys can vouch for this, where I don't watch WWE, I just watch AEW because I'm like, I don't, I don't need the stupid right now. And I'm not saying yeah. AEW is intelligent, but I'm like, I just, I need a break from the WWE stupidity. So yeah. I appreciate him starting another promotion, and I appreciate that he's been trying to keep this promotion going for this whole pandemic. Right. Yeah. I just don't like some of the shit that he's doing, if that makes sense. Well, I, um, I feel like, coach. honestly, it's not even really him. I'm kind of looking mm-hmm. at TNT sideways. Yep. I feel like this yep. is a TNT plant. Yeah. Yeah. Which is but, even, you know, I, it's a ten times worse. Because Shaq works for TNT. Yes. They do side yeah. So it does and make I, sense. I just, my, I... And I think he's an okay wrestler. Do I think he's the best wrestler since, like, some of these fanboys do? No. But, you know, he left WWE. He didn't, like, fucking did shit on his own. And now he has his own wrestling company. I can't take that away from him. Okay? Congratulations to you. Yeah. But, and I don't, I'm not a big fan of his in-ring work. But I will say this. Cody Rhodes does not deserve to go up against somebody like Shaq. Because you know what's going to happen. TNT is going to do something. They're going to have Shaq win. And then Cody has to walk around for the rest of his life with a loss to Shaquille O'Fucking-Neal. Fucking Kazam. The dude who has a rap song about playing basketball with the fucking Looney Tunes. Like, what the fuck, man? Oh shit! You just read and shit. This is toffee, I'm telling you, man. It makes me. It's as bitter as my soul, and I love it. Nobody wants to see that. I make I'm fun. Sorry. Of, I make fun of Cody. 
I said it's a love hate relationship. All right. I Cody. Um, what's his real name? Is it Cody? I think so. Hold on, let me see. Cody Rhodes. His themes. I like his theme song. Get low key, fucking. Cody Garrett Ruddles Rhodes. Damn. Um, Cody Garrett Runnels. Runnels. Ronalds, I'm gonna call you by your your birth last name, not the one that you guys change it to. No offense, um, R.I.P. Dusty. Anyways, for the sake of your hairline and your head, take <laughs> the hairline. You can't oh tell. God. This will be funnier once we start recording. Take the blonde out of your hair. I can't tell because so Brandy, so Brandy is not in her fifties, probably looking looking amazing still, and your head's all fucked up. Well, if you look at and Dustin, you have that his tattoo on the side hair. of your neck, you can't do both to her, Cody. Don't do that <laughs> to her. Fix your head at least. Go back oh to the God. black hair. The black hair is hot. Go back to the black. Hair. It's I don't like the blonde hair because. Dustin has the blonde hair, and I know, again, rest in peace, Co- uh, Dusty, you, uh, but it's just like, dude, no, that's fucking rad. Do you want to watch but, Impact uh, in the UK? I watched, I, did, I watched Impact for a little bit because I just was not feeling good that day, mm-hmm. so I was like, I watched for a little bit. It was still what I watched was actually good. And I just I was like, I'm just going to bed. Um, What I watched was good. The one thing is like they're continuing on with the storyline with um, Sue Young and Deanna Perrazzo. Like so like Sue Young, like basically like like kidnapped. um, What's her name? Kimberly. So Deanna Prazo is technically alone now. And then Tommy Dreamer has been interrogating the whole locker room. Um, (laughs) about who killed killed Johnny Bravo. But also (laughs) the one thing is, is obviously was the rascals farewell. And then we will get into that in our news. But, um, I watched NXT UK too. Um, NXT UK was good. Um, Kaylee Ray and Kaylee Ray and Piper Niven are going to have the first women's um, false count anywhere match in NXT UK next week oh, for the title. Um, I think it's going to go to Niven because she's just been she's just been on a fucking rampage. Jenny um, has a really good showing. I Jenny has, I think Jenny is one of those people, like I, um, like I talk about, um, Kaden, um, Kaden and Casey, that I think she will translate really, really well on the main roster. Like, a, you know, like how a Carmella, I think she'll, she's doing good in, um, NXT because that's like, that's obviously her area because, you know, that's her, that's her, she's in the British wrestling scene, but, I, she just, I don't, there's just something about her. I was like, she's just, I don't, she's just like a star. 
like every time she's like and she's believable in the ring and you like believe everything she's saying and like I said she's like a Carmella and a she reminds me of like a Carmella or Alexa who would shine who does way better on the main roster than they did in NXT not to not to say that they weren't talented in NXT is just sometimes people do well in a bigger like in a bigger pond if that makes sense which not, which is funny because you know not again not everyone can do that but I think she's someone who would do really well on a main roster I think they need to eventually move her to um American NXT too I think she'd do really well in that area. But anyways, that um, Rampage Brown had his debut match, and he, like, completely... I forgot who he even wrestled, but he just, like, completely fucking murdered him. And I'm just, like... It's just crazy that Rampage is on NXT UK, just period. Um, And we talked about him when we heard he got signed, but... He's just, like, a huge legend within the British wrestling scene. He's a veteran, been the game for, like, 20 years. So it's just exciting to see him, uh, you know, get this, get on TV. And then we had the main event to find out the last qualifying member for the, for the Heritage Cup, and it was Dave Massive versus Trent Seven. Um, and it was, it was a good, and it was a good match. Um, I'm a little bummed, but Trent Seven won. It's not that I don't love Trent Seven. I do. I kind of wish Mastiff went over. I feel like with Dave Mastiff, I feel like they kind of like though he's kind. He's not. So I I don't want. That's why I get scared for Bronson Reed because I don't want them to do what they do to Dave Mastiff. Like they, it's like he's almost up at the top of the mountain and then he just like rolls back. And then it almost yeah. hit him out in time. Yeah. It's like, is this weird teeter totter since he's been there? And I was like, I really yeah. wish they put it, but I don't know if they had Trent Seven on there so they could put over A Kid. Because when I was looking at this, I was like, well, A Kid needs to win then. No offense to Trent, but A Kid should win this. But yeah, NXT was pretty good. I don't even know when I had time to watch that. I don't remember watching it, but I remember everything about it. When did okay. I watch it? I'm really forgetting it. Come on. I really do. I had to start putting reminders in my phone. After I saw that match with um, Dragon off and Walter, I was like, so, Dude, was- so my friend Roger, hey Roger, my friend Roger, <laughs> me and him don't usually see eye to eye when it comes to wrestling, but it's like, like with us, like we, ha- we appreciate each other's opinion, you know? Right. So, sorry, I know my nose has been sniffling. I live in Tennessee. The fucking allergies have just been kicking my ass already, and it's only November. Um, you're a human being, you're he, fine. Don't, don't he, te- he sent me, he messaged me like these three fucking long ass paragraphs about that match, and he was just, it was like, I've never seen him. The only time I've ever seen him fanboy this bad is when Edge came back. But I think everybody did that. So that doesn't really count. But he was just writing like this love story (laughs) to this match. And I'm just like, 
I'm sitting here laughing. I'm like, dude, it's a great match, but are you writing a love like a love poem to it? Like, what are you doing? He's just like, this match was oh so great. God. This match was so awesome. This is single-handedly match of the year. And I'm like, well, I haven't seen you work yeah, about wrestling right about like this that. in a while. Like, damn. He's definitely right I'm about s- that. NXT UK is underrated. I'll forever say I gotta, that. I'll die on that hill. I got to set a timer. <laughs> All right. So we're going to get straight into the news. now. We all know MLW and the restarts getting ready to come back. I think it's Thank this God. week or next week. Mm-hmm. Is it this week or next week? It comes when back on it? the 19th. November 19th. Uh, that's next week. So it's next week, next Thursday, the restart happens. So we'll finally get some variety when it comes to wrestling. Kudos for that. Now, there's a rumor going around that Seth Rollins is going to be taking a break, possibly after Survivor Series, which we've been telling you guys that for months. Actually, like right after Becky's announcement and everybody knew her due date, we were telling you guys then that he was going to take a break after Survivor Series. More than likely, he and Buddy Murphy will have a battle and then he's going to leave. He's either because is SummerSlam next Sunday? Survivor Series. Yes. Yeah, so what did I say? SummerSlam. Oh shit. Uh, <laughs> more coffee. Um. <laughs> that, so Survivor Series is next weekend, right? Yeah. Is Seth on the team at all for Survivor Series? He is on the team. He is. Him, Corbin. So, Jay Uso and I don't know who else. Who's the fourth? Corbin? Is it four on four or five on five? Well, they haven't picked the fifth member for SmackDown yet, which I'm confused as to. They had a qualifying match for the women. And they've got three women and they still have two open spots for the women. Mm-hmm. But they haven't picked the final member of Team SmackDown yet. And I don't understand why. I, I can't remember who else is on that team. But they have four members. They, they're they missing a fifth. Well, they could have had a fifth member, but we're going to get into that in a little bit. I The Survivor Series this weird year is going to be weird because there's no invasion. There's been nothing. And it's just like, what the fuck are you guys waiting for? Like, come on. Well, I'm I'm okay with there, with it being no invasion, but I did like that Drew showed up on SmackDown. The only thing that I feel like they did was they kind of showed their their cards a bit. So, and this is where things get a little wonky with me in WWE. So, when Drew shows up on SmackDown and has a conversation with Roman, you're setting up the fact that Roman and Drew are going to clash at Survivor Series, right? But we all know that Randy has the title and they're supposed to have a match Monday. And Drew, if this is going to how it's going to go, Drew's going to get the title back Monday, which makes Randy winning at Hell in a Cell completely unnecessary. That makes no sense. Because was it Janae's the one who said this, that Drew losing the title sucks, but he's also being protected. Because when it comes to that match, if Drew lost, people would be pissed. 
and there's no well, way they're letting well this is what she basically said people would be pissed if drew lost there's no because there's no way they're gonna let roman eat a pin right now there's no fucking way so hit, I, it, but if, it, I, if if i was looking at Roman eating a pen for me wouldn't be a bad thing, but I can understand how people would be like, okay, that don't make sense. You've been billing him all this time as the, the tribal chief, the high chief, you know, but I don't know. But it's it not just to go either way with wise. both of them. The way, the way they structured this feud between the two of them last night on SmackDown to the way that it looked it could go either way. Um, I don't see Randy Orton keeping that title Monday. It just doesn't make any sense for him to keep it. If you, if that was the case, then Drew shouldn't have showed up on SmackDown. Randy should have showed up on SmackDown. Um, no, but that's what Janae was saying. It's like it would make sense for Randy to win the title so Drew could still be protective. And then if Randy lost to Roman... Nobody would be as upset. Would people still be upset because Roman won? Yes. But how more pissed off would they be if Drew lost? Now, I'm the same way. Randy should have showed up because it could have been at least champion facing off against champion. And I'm not a big Randy Orton fan, but I hate it. I absolutely fucking hate it when wrestlers win a title. And I've stated my hatred on this before. When a wrestler wins a title like Bray, and then they lose it like a week or a day later. And then what was the whole point? You know? Bray Wyatt shouldn't have had a title like, at all. That's just the reality. Like, insert one. insert Cardi B screaming, what was the reason? What was the reason? <laughs> you know? Like, but I, it really is, though. I mean, I, I hate that. Like, title... That's what made me so mad about Sasha and Charlotte. They played hot potato with that Raw's women title for so long. I didn't really care about it till new people started winning it. I'm like, oh, thank God. So we're not going to get hot potatoes anymore. Works for me. I didn't have a problem with like, the hot potatoes. I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Let's see. Let's see. I do. Especially when it's the whole thing where Bray won the title for Braun. In a match that was like just phoned in, fucking lazy, and now we know why. He loses the, he wins the title back, only gets to keep it for a week, and then it's like I kind of understand some people because you know Roman did the right thing. He stayed at home for his health and the health of his family. I get that, but it's like these guys have been here since day one of this pandemic. Or whatever, you know, they've been they've been working longer. And then Roman comes back and he just gets handed the title after Bray and Braun just started beating like the match we the rematch they had for that title was more was the title was the kind of match they should have had in the first place in SummerSlam. So Bray only wins the title back for a week just to put it on Roman. Like if that was the case then put they should have just left it on Braun. And then Braun gets beat by Roman. You know? Well, they had to end the feud between Bray and Braun Strowman, so that's why they ended it. I get what you're saying. It's like don't don't switch the titles around like that. 
It depends on if it right. works for the story for me. When it comes to Charlotte and Sasha, that worked for their story. They were evenly matched, and it was not going to be just a straight-up Charlotte's just going to beat down Sasha Banks. That's not how it went. They were back and forth, back and forth, because they were evenly matched. That's how the story was structured for them. That's why I don't have a problem with mm-hmm. that. When it comes to Bray Wyatt getting the title from Braun Strowman, that I understand and I agree with you. But at, when, it, when you look at the story, there had to be an ending to it somewhere. If they had a left it on Braun, it kind of would have left the match the same open-ended. Because he had already got beaten in that cinematic match they had. And then it was like, he's already in your head. He's already mentally breaking you down. You get to this match and you beat him somehow. Like, it to me, it, it wouldn't have worked out story-wise. So I understand why he got the title in the first place. But you are right when you say that it was, it was messed up because Roman was like, okay, I'm ready. And they were like, all right, next, next pay-per-view, you get the title. And that match was, Roman came out there at the end of the match and just took the, took the belt. He was just like, I'm not going to do all this Right. Like, I'm not going to do all this okay, work. If you, go back, if you go back and listen to our SummerSlam review, we shit on that match, but then when they have the match at Extreme Rules, what did I say? This is the match they should have been having at SummerSlam. And I understood it last, and I feel bad for both of them, because they didn't know till last minute that Roman was going to get involved. So, you know, if you work for this feud and you work through this pandemic, and again, I get it why Roman stayed home, and I, it's a very smart move for him. I get it. But it's like Braun and Bray and all these men and women who have been showing up and putting stuff out through this whole pandemic, like, you can't – that's just – that's just not fair to me, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Well, to play devil's like, advocate, I know I'm all here for Nicole, just 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 for Nicole. When you really look at it, the the question you have to ask is, would you have been interested if Roman let's say Roman decided um he wasn't gonna go after the title. Let's say they hadn't had him turn heel yet. Let's say mm-hmm. he came back and he was in the mid card. Would you be interested in Bray Wyatt still holding the title right now? Because that's what would no, be happening. not even close. That's the point. So no. that's why they did what they did. It does look bad. I'll admit, it looks bad. Because you're like, okay, you're just going to just pretty much snatch their shit from them. But the reality is you weren't interested in their feud to begin with. After that cinematic match, a lot of people weren't interested in the feud anymore. And they blamed a lot of it on Braun Strowman because they said he wasn't he wasn't living up to the task to match Bray Wyatt. And they're right. So you weren't going to be interested in that and Bray Wyatt holding the title after that because who else was he going to go up against? Roman's back. And you have to put on somebody who's going to captivate you. And you've got to give Roman credit. Sure. He came back as a year. He's been doing his job exceptionally well. Thanks in large parts of Jay Uso. This motherfucker's out here still did. <laughs> this motherfucker's out here crying fucking crocodile tears, man. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> nah, I, I I get what you're saying, but it's just, you know, from I'm just trying to look at things from a fan aspect. I'm not bringing that plane in. But I'm just trying to think about it from like a fan aspect. And it's just like, 
how much like if you want Roman Roman's doing great as a heel. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say no to that. It's actually refreshing for him to be the bad guy for a change. It's nice. My yeah. I just I I'm just trying to think of Twitter in my head about how pissed off everyone was gonna be if Roman beat Drew. If he beats Randy sorry, I'm trying to pack up from my parents' house. If he beats Randy, is there gonna be like <laughs> on Twitter? Yeah, there is. But it's not gonna be as bad as if Drew ate the pin from Roman. From but what I don't, I've seen, a I lot of people prefer Roman to Drew McIntyre anyway. Most people prefer Roman to Drew McIntyre. And they prefer really? Roman because he's a heel. That's from what I've seen. A lot of people have lost interest in Drew because they feel like he's just going on and on. I like Drew. I think the, the feud with Randy, even though he's a face, it bumped up his intensity in the feud. And he's not just a straight baby face. So I don't have an issue with it. But from what I've seen, everybody is, is like, they hope Roman wins. More specifically because he's on SmackDown. And SmackDown hasn't won a Survivor Series in years. Well, then let, let Randy eat the pin then, and then Drew can stay protective. Because we don't know how long it's going to take for a decent feud to get going with these two. Because if they ever end up on the same show together. I'm, I'm okay with either one of them eating the pin, quite honestly. Because they usually take this and use it as a catalyst for the next pay-per-view. So if Drew exactly. eats the pin, more than likely Randy will be like, you're the reason why Raw looks like a sham at Survivor Series, that will lead to the ending of their feud at TLC, and it'll finally be done and over with, because TLC is the final pay-per-view of the year. So I'm okay with that. And then if, if Roman eats the pin, whoever Roman is going to go up against, whether it be Daniel Bryan or Kevin Owens, that also can be used to fuel another feud. So there's always a method to the madness. I won't say that it'll, like, kill somebody's momentum or destroy their momentum because first of all they're on separate shows that's the first thing and the second thing is both of them are at the pinnacle of their careers in terms of being the top guy so it's not like drew will somehow lose that by losing to roman he'll he'll gain some respect for the fight itself but the problem he's gonna have to face if he loses will be facing raw after it's over and vice versa for Roman Reigns. So I'm fine with either one of them eating it. it it's, not, it's not detrimental to, their, to them that they eat that pin. You know what I'm saying? It just will help you something else down the line. So it doesn't have to start off with something stupid like you're in the middle of a match and Randy come in there and interrupt it again. No, he has something else to go off of. Exactly. Yeah, I see your point. Also, the thing is, is that it's... they need to also go back to, like, the whole main reason why Survivor Series is also important. Because the last Survivor, which I don't know why they don't, I don't, I feel like they haven't done this in a while. The last Survivor is supposed to be able to get the th- number 30 spot in the Royal Rumble. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
show heard since that rule there is no NXT. Time. Exactly. So yeah. since there's no NXT this year, make emphasis on that. Gotta fuel your mo- your motivation to win outside of yeah. being the supreme brand. I, c- I completely forgot about that shit. You know, this is Nicole's well, no, favorite. No, because this still could have worked. I love Survivor Series too. I love this because these are dream matchups you, know, you normally like, don't get to see unless they yeah, do some I shit. I love Survivor Series. I love Survivor Series so much. She's, yeah, she's like make smiling. it make I it important again. <laughs> yeah. Make Survivor oh, like, Series great again. Oh God! <laughs> you need to be half blue, half oh, red, and just right. think, make Survivor Series great. <laughs> You need to put that on a t-shirt. Fuck that. Nah, I, I, I mean, unless they do something stupid, like, you know, knock Samoa Joe out in the first fucking two minutes, I'm still pissed about that. Oh, shit. No, because... But I, I, I really... What? That fucking WrestleMania match that he had with Rey Mysterio for the US horrible. Championship. Oh, oh my god, it was like a minute. <laughs> it took yeah. them longer to fucking walk down that ramp than I felt like that match was. I mean, obviously there was a lot going on me. that night. There was a lot going on that night. It was a long night. That was a long it took, fucking night. It took me longer. Yeah. It took me longer to figure out who Rey Mysterio was cosplaying than that match. Like it took me two weeks to realize who Rey Mysterio was cosplaying. I'm like, Mysterio, what? which was funnier? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rey Mysterio dressed to... up as Mysterio. I was like, oh my god. Mysterio. I was like, I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, uh, if hated you, here really? was a person that day. That was me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, either Seth is, Seth, Seth is going to get embarrassed at Survivor Series or Murphy's going to interfere and beat the shit out of him and write him off or something. But he deserves to be home with his baby, though. Like, of course. Yeah, we could segue into news now. Since, yeah. we're, since we're already talking about that. Um, the AEW leaks are still going on. And um, the roster and Tony Khan have spoken out about it on social media. But no one's heard from Chris Jericho since his precious Donald Trump lost the election earlier. He's trying to figure out how to get that 3K, <laughs> that 3K, that 3K back. So um, Jericho <laughs> made it very clear. <laughs> He made it very clear who he thought it was, and he even named them. You know, he said it was Dino Savitalia. And now that the leaks are still happening, he has yet to apologize or take it back. And we're talking full-on spoiler. This is not something that's just, you know, where you have, like, one little tiny conversation. No, they're giving out whole segment matches, the whole nine. 
there's a particular Twitter account, I believe there's two, that's actually doing it. And every week they put it out and they may, according to Janae, which she couldn't be here this week. So I'm going to try to do my best to do my, you know, to do my Janae with the news. According to Janae, she, um, she said it's a particular account and the way that they give out the information, they might be off on maybe like a key move or like a small piece of the segment might be different, but everything else about what they've leaked is spot on, which leads me to believe that they're changing one thing to make it seem like they don't have all the information, um, but they do, and the leaks are happening. So I, I've said this before, the leaks happen with WWE, so I wasn't surprised. That's why I asked the question, why aren't these same leaks happening in AEW? They're just as big. People are watching them. They're they're not they're not slowing down on WWE deals. So why aren't they getting the same treatment? And then all of a sudden, start pumping out the leaks every week. And I'm like, I'm not surprised. There's a mole in every company. That happens everywhere. Now they leak. Brie Baker's supposed to have a segment. And out of respect for AEW, I'm not going to tell you everything that she said on the show and did on the show because I actually want the company to succeed and I don't want the integrity of the company to be ripped apart just so I can have a few more mm-hmm. people listening to our podcast. That's not something that I'm okay with. But yeah, I will exactly tell you with it right. seems like that's something they looked they worked really hard on. Right. Which is upsetting for like for me for the wrestlers. So it's kind of like they they low key really do need to figure out who the fuck is leaking that because yeah. they know a lot, like yeah. a lot, lot. Like they need to they and I know Tony Khan like, likes to be like the fun and cool boss, but no, you gotta be like sit everyone down. We're not fucking le- no one's fucking leaving Period. until we figure out who this is. Yep. I don't care what you were mm-hmm. supposed to do today that's canceled. We have to figure that out because yep. they could literally ruin the integrity of your company. You need to right. find out who the fuck it is and handle it. Yeah. Exactly. They about, they like, fuck, they're fucking uh, with your money. They're fucking with your yeah, money and they're fucking with like, your segments. It's extremely detailed. See, the difference is that the, like the leaks from right the leaks from WWE, like, let's say it's a 50-50 shot with the leaks from WWE because I really think the people who are giving them the information, they, they're they trolling them because we'll, they'll say one thing and then something else will completely happen. And I'm like, oh, so they trolled the internet people again. I am here for that, you know? But this is getting to the point where the whole show, in, like the whole show is being leaked out on Twitter and it's, it pisses me off because we're, I'm, we've said it. We want this company to succeed. We want the wrestlers involved with this company to succeed. We do not hate AEW. We just hate some of the bullshit going on over there. Same thing with WWE. Right. But, you know, this is, this is some bullshit. And just to piggyback to Jericho real quick, I was wondering this. Because when he dropped that dude's name, and that dude was like, nah, this isn't me. Isn't that considered uh, defamation of character? 
Yes, that is defamation. Like, slander. It's slander. You lied on them. Couldn't he get sued for he that? He can. He can. Twitter. All right, ladies and gents. So we're going to have to take a small little break in between these two episodes. Hope you guys enjoyed this first part of the wrestling news. Make sure you guys follow us on our social medias at Down for the Count 19 on Twitter and at D4TC underscore podcast on Instagram. Make sure you guys follow us on those social medias if you want to see the latest and the greatest of news. Even when it's breaking, we try to make sure we post on our Instagram and Twitter as often as possible. We live tweet on our Twitter during the shows just about every week. And of course, we live tweet the pay-per-views. So make sure you guys follow us on our social medias. Always make sure you follow the blogs. We do full reviews and breakdowns of the pay-per-views as well as the weekly episodic shows on downforthecount.winksite.com. That's downforthecount.winxsite.com. Go to the blog. It's a funny breakdown of each match, each segment on per each show. And I think you guys will really enjoy it. Make sure you guys follow us. If you want to send us some information, you can always send us information via our Anchor app with the voice messages, or you can always send us a DM via Twitter or Instagram. So we'll see you guys in our next one and be on the lookout. The next episode of Down for the Count Wrestling News Part 2 should be running up next.